0: All right. Thank you for those of you who have stuck around here today. Uh, thank you for those joining us um, through Zoom. Um, I don't see any of your faces, but I'm trusting that you're, uh, you're there. So, um, like I said, only good news. <laughs> this is... The best part of 2020 is I get to share a ton of good news so far. So with that, I want to pray for us, and then we're going to hop into our vision meeting today. So let's pray. Father, we rejoice that you are our God, that we uh, get a chance to know you, to serve you. And I thank you that you have uh, not been silent, but that you have spoken. And so, God, we want to tune our ears to listen to you and all that you have to say to us today. Um, and we want to join your work. God, we want to see your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven and your will to be done. So lead us during this time, we pray in Christ's name. Amen. All right, so I have four big updates for you, and those big updates are born out of God speaking about our future. Um, In this whole pandemic reality and world, it has been so disruptive, and it's moved people to different areas of the country, and it's caused so many questions about the future. Uh, What's been clear to us is that God continues to have a plan and a purpose for us, and He has begun to refine that, forcing us to step before Him and go, God, who are we, what do we do, and what are you calling us to? And over the course of these last, what, what is it now, eight months, uh, we have just been going, God, we pray that you would reveal who who is called in the leadership of this church, who's called to guide and shepherd us as pastors, who's called to give their lives fully as staff to serve and implement the vision you've given us. And what is that vision? What is that vision? What is that mission? And how does that guide everything we do? And he has answered And so today, I get to introduce to you three new pastors, a new staff member, new vision and mission, and then a very clear update on one new initiative that we are moving forward with. And so I'm excited to do that. And so I'm going to begin with pastors. And first, I want to be clear about the role that our team of pastors play. The role the team of pastors play is not merely like a decision-making board um, over an organization. It's not merely personal pastors to each of the people. God has called this group of pastors to be the shepherds of our vision and our people. So it involves you as individuals, but it also involves the vision that God has given us that we as a group would shepherd that forward in faithfulness. Faithfulness in doing it through prayer and discernment and the diversity of gifts that he has brought to this community. With the goal of empowering and equipping all of you as best we can to accomplish God's mission he's given specific to us. Two verses inspire that reality for us as a team of pastors. One is Joshua 1.6. And that verse, God says, be strong and courageous for you shall cause the people to inherit the promised land. See, our role as the group of pastors is to shepherd this community and shepherd each of you into the promises of God that he has for your life and his purposes for you. We get to shepherd that. It's a huge privilege and honor, but it's very sacrificial and it's a call for us. And it's a call to do that as uniquely and individually as we are. And God raises up pastors from within a community to lead them. And he says, look for those who are filled with wisdom, who are filled with the Spirit. And what we see throughout Acts specifically is that God says specific people. He names them and makes it clear to the leadership and to the people, this is who he has for us. And up until this point, over the last year, year and a half, we've had four pastors. Myself, Justin Iwerks, Cara Marriott, and Dane Austin. And today, we get to add to that team three new pastors. And those three new pastors are Dan Carpenter, Alicia Lee, and Moses Shoyola. So, yes. Yes. (laughs) Dan is going to remind me every day going forward that he got more applause than I did. Um, So I I want you to hear from them um, because what's been beautiful over these last few months is that we have been meeting together twice weekly to pray. And to pursue unity as a group, to be able to say, how does God bring together this team around his clear call on their lives and our call together? Um, And so first, I'm going to call on Dan, because he's somewhere on Zoom in these boxes. Um, And so would love for him to speak. Alicia and Moses, if you guys would come on up, and there's microphones with Karim um, right over here that you can use. Is Dan ready? Yeah, there Yeah, goes. sure. Can you hear me?
1: I've got my new hoodie on just for you, Logan. They didn't even know that when they started applauding, although well, I think most of it was for Alicia. Um, hi, everyone. I can't see any of you except for Logan. This is the worst way worst to view it remotely. Yeah, I don't have a lot to say. I, I assume I know most of you in the room. I don't know who's there. If I don't know you, then sometime in 2022 when we're all back together we can meet um i live in brooklyn with my wife and two kids and if you need any more details call logan on his cell phone or show up at his house uninvited um i'm excited to join the team of pastors for all the reasons logan talked about this morning he actually did a really good job this week um this is a church where we're going to listen for what God wants us to do, and we're going to do it. God is going to do a lot of big things with or without us, and we're going to raise our hands and say, uh, yes, we'll do it. And I'm excited to be able to be a part of that and to kick Logan anytime he says yes, and then gets a little wishy-washy on following through. I'm not saying I've seen that yet, but he said this morning he does that, so. I'll hold his feet to the fire. Um, I'm excited to see you all again sometime soon and hear from Alicia and Moses.
0: Uh, Thanks, Dan. (laughs) Um, All right, I'm going to have Alicia come up and, and she'll share briefly about herself and what she's excited about there. Yeah.
2: Um, Thanks, guys. This is actually really awesome because I think my son Noah's home by now and probably watching on Zoom, and he just loved these little face microphones, so I know he's jumping up and down right now. Face microphone, face microphone. Um, So um, I guess just to repeat what I said before, um, my husband Jason and I have been going to this church um, for the last six years or so. We've been leading a community group for a few years, and Um, I've been serving on the finance team. Um, uh, I'm so excited and so humbled and um, just really grateful for the opportunity to serve. Um, I'm not as funny as Dan is, so I don't have that many more things to say, but just really excited to spend more time with everybody in the coming years.
3: Good afternoon, Church. Uh, I'm Moses Shoyola. Uh It's it's just a privilege to to get to to get to be a pastor here. Uh, I got into the relationship that I have with Christ at this church. I got baptized at this church. This church is my family, uh, and I love you all so much. And so it's just a privilege to to get to. Um, take on this role uh, and responsibility and I'm excited I'm excited for what God is going to do through this church um, through the team of pastors through the staff through all of us uh, as as he brings his kingdom to our community to New York City to the world so uh, yeah it's gonna it's gonna be an awesome ride and uh, God is gonna be what what he is good and awesome in it so thank y'all uh, excited to 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 be a part of this Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> that's terrible that you had to remind me about that. Uh, about me, uh, I live in Jersey City with my wife Sherry. Uh, I've been coming to the church for about nine years. I think today like could be my nine year anniversary at the church. It was November of two thousand eleven. Um, we've been together for for we've been married for two years. Uh, we just moved out of the city to to Jersey City. I think we're still allowed to call Lower Manhattan Community Church home. Uh, If not, they'll kick me off the team of pastors. But uh, it's good to be here.
0: Thanks, man. Now, God has expanded our reach far beyond Jersey. Thank the Lord. Um, Yeah, so the the scriptures call you, uh, as the people of God, to pray for your pastors. And that's what I want to call you to as well. Um, they are on the front lines battling in prayer for you. They are there uh, when you need it in the darkest times. uh, They're there to celebrate with you in the good times. And um, that is not an easy task. And one of the things that I have experienced, and I know our other pastors have, is that there is a thing called spiritual warfare. And he loves to, uh, the devil loves to go after those in leadership and those who are willing to say yes to him. And so Um, I'm just gonna call you to pray for them and we're gonna pray for them together now. So um, I wanna pray uh, a prayer of both commissioning and protection. So pray with me uh, for them. Father, we have been asking for leaders. We've been asking for pastors and you've answered. And so we thank you that you are God who hears our requests and gives us abundantly better than we could have imagined. We praise you that you have brought Dan and Bethany, Avery and Max into our community, that you have used them to change people's lives and to feel the love of Jesus Christ. We praise you for how you have worked in Jason and Alicia's life over these last number of years, that you have blessed them with Noah and Lucy. God, we praise you that their home has been a place of healing and hope for so many. We thank you for Moses and Sherry, that you have used Moses and his voice to teach and to create a love for the scriptures in our community. God, we bless them and we commission them as your pastors for this community, that you would impart to them prophetic words and truth and what to pray for and when to pray for it. God, that they would lead out of a heart for you, that they would follow your voice that they would challenge us to be faithful to your scriptures. And God, we ask for protection on their lives, on their careers, on their homes, because we know the enemy prowls around like a lion ready to devour. And so surround them with your angels. Surround them and fill them with your spirit that they would be able to discern when he attacks so that we, they can tell him to go away, that they can resist him, So God, we bless them and we ask that you would pour your spirit into them even more, that they would experience greater intimacy with you, connection with you, and clarity about what you're calling them to. So we bless them and pray this in Christ's name. Amen. Um, You know, what's beautiful for me uh, with our team of pastors is I don't get to just pastor with them. Um, They get to pastor me. Uh, They are my pastors. Um, And so if you ever have questions about me, um, or anything like that, they're the ones to talk to because I trust them to discern God's uh, work in my life and where I need to grow um, and where I need to lead. And so I encourage you, that um, you are being given a great group of people to, to lead you. Second, I get to issue a new staff member today, and before I do, I just want to give a huge shout out to our current amazing team. Um, so, if you just clap for them, and then I'll tell you who I'm celebrating. So, amazing team at LMCC. Um, this has been a hard year for everybody. And it's we as staff love to sit across the table from you, love to worship with you together, not social distance. We love to pray for you. We love to hear what's going on in our life. And as we've been scattered as a community, it's been so difficult. But I'm just incredibly encouraged by the way our team has responded Marcy Miller has just been phenomenal. Uh, Courtney Austin and what she's been able to do for families and kids is incredible. Mia, as she's been able to help us prepare and look at our finances in the future, just above and beyond. On top of that, God has blessed us with people we didn't even know we needed, people like Sam Rodbell, who has been able to help us Through all these different social media channels, be able to connect regularly with God's word and what He's doing. People like Michael and TJ and and Karim and all these amazing people, along with our band and Alf and Alex and Janice, just incredible. We have a beautiful staff. But it's been clear over the last year that our staff has been incomplete, uh, that God has been raising up someone from within our community with a voice and gifts that we need, that we have lacked that if we are going to accomplish the vision and the mission he has called us to, that we need this person. And God has spoken it to us, and it's spoken it to her. And so I'm excited to introduce to you our new staff member, Jasmine Wood. Um, Come on up, Jasmine. Um, Jasmine's going to join our team as... uh, the, as an associate minister, and yeah, so she, you know, you have all experienced just the benefits of her preaching. Some of you have been in a community group, and you've been blessed to be led by her in that setting. Others of you just know her, and you know her and Brandon, and you know that cute little Trinity, and the joy and life that just comes off of them has blessed you. And so we are blessed to have uh, have Jasmine join our team Uh, As the associate minister, she is going to carry forward this vision of outside giving that we have talked about today to be able to increase our engagement with our partners so that we have this privilege to continue to partner with them, but also to do so in greater ways. On top of that, um, Jasmine's going to step in to oversee our youth ministry for, for a time to be able to kind of advance that and lead our youth to know Jesus even better Um, She's going to be doing a lot here on Sundays. You're going to see her regularly to improve this in-person experience, to help online, to increase... That as well. And one of her greatest gifts is communication. We've experienced that with her preaching, but also in her writing. And so she's going to help just keep us informed and guide us on what God is saying to our church and how you can be a part of it. And so give one more huge welcome to Jasmine as she shares with you what she's excited about. Come on up. Hi,
2: everyone. Hi, everyone on Zoom, people in person. I'm Jasmine, and I am extremely humbled and excited and nervous and close to crying because I'm so happy, but I'm not going to cry. Um, I will quickly tell you that um, this has been my church home for the last six years. Uh, We found it on a whim. My husband found it on a whim, um, and I'm grateful to him for that. And the very first Sunday that we came in, we were frankly, attacked and accosted by people who were like, who are you? What is your name? We're so happy that you're here. And we were overwhelmed by this amazing experience and then community groups and then the retreat and then the sermons, right, and the worship. And there was just more and more and more and more. And now this has become super central to our lives. And in my own personal life, what God has been speaking to me about for the last several years it's all, it's all coming together, and now it's coming together in a way where, I'll be honest with you, I'm still trying to figure out what it all means, and so I said this to some of the leaders and some of the other members of this church, but I've been thinking about what does it mean to be an associate minister? What does that mean? And I'm still answering that question, and I need your help to answer that question, Because at the root of that word, a minister is a servant. So I work for you. I don't want you to forget that. I'm here to serve you, which means I need to partner with you. I need you to be my thought partners. Um, I need you to let me know when you need something. I need you to let me know when something resonates and it clicks with you. I need you, and I'm going to be coming after you. Because if you think that this church has seen its best days, you're very wrong about that. The best is yet to come. And so we're gonna get bigger. We're gonna be doing some big things. We're gonna have a welcome ministry again. Like the best is yet to come. So please use me, talk to me, pray for me so that I can get this right. Pray for me, please, because I want to get it right. And then stay tuned. Thanks, y'all. Um,
0: all right, we're going to social distance for a second, and then we're going to pray for her. So, um, Jasmine joining our team is a gift on so many fronts, um, but it also allows for our team Uh, to not just step in um, to where needs are happening, but to be able to align with gifts. And so her joining the team allows for Marcy, who will do anything and everything for you, to focus even more on her work in spiritual formation and helping figure out what it looks like for you to be discipled in this community. Uh, And so God has just blessed our community. And like she said, it's not done yet, but we do wanna pray for her right now. And so uh, for those of you who are here, I want you to stretch out your hand towards her. Uh, For those of you at home, that you lift your hand to even a Zoom screen. And um, there we go. Both in the the screen. (laughs) Let's pray for, for Jasmine. Father, thank you for this, your daughter, that you loved and chose from the foundation of the earth, that you knew her, you designed her, you planned her, and you have established in her your perfect spirit that has transformed her. And we thank you that though your work is not finished and your work continues in her life, that you have called her to this, a role here on staff at LMCC. God, what a gift you've given to us. And we pray that you would bless Jasmine with clear vision. You would bless her as she prays with who she can care for and reach out to you would bless her as we welcome new people into our community, that she would know what it is to care for them and love them, that you would bless our team as she joins it, that we would be in unity for your purposes. God bless her and Brandon and Trinity. May their home be filled with your presence. May you bless them with joy in each other. May you bless them with peace and rest as they come just to be with you and separate themselves even from your role that you have for her. God, we bless her and we commission her today as associate minister here at this church that you would bless her work, that it would be fruitful as she is faithful. So bless her and guide her. We pray this in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jasmine. All right. That's two pieces of good news. I've come through on my promises so far and now we go to the third. Uh, One of the things that God really pressed upon us um, this summer especially was a need to seek him about our identity as a church. To be able to assess who has God made us and who are we becoming. Because God has changed us over these last few years. The spirit has showed up and said, I have something new and different for you. And he has begun to give us dreams about the future. Uh, all throughout this pandemic, I would walk up the Hudson up to our WeWork space in this building, and I would just pray for this neighborhood. I'd pray for this city, and I'd say, God, I want you to reclaim these streets. I want you to restore what has been lost and what has been broken. Bring people back to this city, but bring them back to you. And as, God, as I was praying and as we started to pray as a group of pastors, God began to say, I have a new vision and a new mission to guide everything you do because our identity is all about who we are and what we do. And so what I'm going to do today is I'm going to share with you our vision and mission. And I'm not going to spend a lot of time unpacking it because you're going to hear a lot about it going forward. But what you will hear in this is not a whole lot of new information because you've heard us talk about it for a while. But what you will hear is clarity about what God has called us to And this will inform everything we do and the decisions that we make. And so starting with our vision, I'm gonna put this back on because it's easier for me. And I'm a massive hand, hand talker, so you think I'm Italian, I'm not. Our vision is to see all people and all things transformed by Christ and the power of the Holy Spirit. To see all people and all things transformed by Christ and the power of the Holy Spirit, that we believe God cares for souls, he cares for these streets, and he cares for the systems of society that have sometimes been oppressive because he wants to restore and make all things new. That that's the promise of heaven in Revelation 21, that when he shows back up, he will say, behold, I make all things new. Starting with you and I. And he does that by the way we interact with the person of Jesus Christ. It's by Christ. It's Jesus Christ of Nazareth. That is our king, resurrected from the dead, risen and reigning, king of kings, Lord of lords, name above every name. It's about Jesus. But he does that through the power of the Holy Spirit where he makes us a new person, born again into new life and to new ways. And we believe that that is for every person that we meet and every space that we go into, every job that you occupy, that God wants to make all things new and he wants to use us to do it. And I say all, and we're gonna say all a lot because the vision is ambitious and we need God to do it like we said today. He's looking for people to say, will you say yes? And that's what we'll say yes to. Our vision, that is who we are. What we do goes into our mission and our mission, put simply, is to humbly and relentlessly pursue the promises of God by following his call for us. To humbly and relentlessly pursue the promises of God by following his call for us. It starts with humility. We cannot exist as a church without humbling ourselves before God and submitting to everything he asks. We can't pursue the promises without first obeying his voice. And so we will lay down before him to say, it is about you. It is not about us. And we are dependent. When we say we will relentlessly pursue, we recognize that works like we've talked about today of justice, of transformation, take time and they take perseverance. But we believe the Spirit has given us the resources to relentlessly pursue those things and to not give up. We declare that we want to go after the promises of God. That's what we speak to, the promises he has for each and every single person, and the promises that if we're faithful to him, he will come through in powerful ways. So that's what we're after. And we have listed eight different things that we believe God specifically called us to do as a church. Now, when you make a checklist, the challenges are twofold. One, to think all I got to do is fulfill this checklist, and we get into a checklist religion, and that's not what he's asking us to do. But second is that you can never make an exhaustive list and sometimes the list feels long and sometimes it feels too short. And over the last few months, that's what we've wrestled with. We're like, eight things? (laughs) Like, what? (laughs) But because the mission is so broad, God has been clear that he needs a broad group of people to bring it about and a diverse gifts and a diverse body and that's what he's building here. And so I wanna walk through these because this is what he has called you and I to do and it won't be done unless we do it together. The first is worship, to pour out our lives and affections to Jesus by singing new songs. This is a move of God he's already done in our community. As we've experienced him in new ways, he has poured forth out of our artists and out of our worship leaders new songs, and he's just getting started. Second, that we will study and teach the Bible because we believe that that is what God has given to shape us so that we know the nature and the truth of God. So our preaching will always be biblically based. Our small groups will be centered around the Bible so that we are conformed not to the patterns of the world, but to the image of Jesus Christ. Because that's what's best for you, that's what's best for me, and that's what the world needs. It needs the nature and the truth of God. We will be a people of prayer because we want to encounter God's presence Because we know when we encounter his presence, we will experience his miracles. And we've just tasted the smallest bit of it. And I'm so excited to see the many testimonies and stories that when we pray as a people, how he will heal our land and how he will force miracles into your life. Part of prayer is just to open your eyes to see the miracles he's already done and to get hopeful for the miracles he will do. Fourth is we will welcome... We will welcome all to experience the loving kindness of Jesus Christ. I have never experienced a church as hospitable as this one. I've been a Christian for 25 years. That's a lot. But I've never experienced a community that says, we will love you because God loves you. You are made in his image, and you have dignity and life, and we are valuing it. And we will patiently walk alongside of you till you experience the loving kindness of Jesus Christ because that's what changes people is the loving kindness of God. Next is we will heal because we want to pursue wholeness in mind, body, and soul. Salvation is not just spiritual. It is holistic. It changes everyone's bodies. It changes their souls. And it changes their mind. We are a healing people. Each one of those pastors that stood before you today has experienced healing in this community. Jasmine who stood before you has been healed in this community. Me and my family have been healed by this community. Healed by your love, healed by your prayers in supernatural ways, and we are just getting started. Next is we will give. We will give because we will free ourselves from the power that we've given money over our lives. Money has no power in and of itself, but the spirit of mammon, the spirit of money, can be given power by you and I, and our city has been given over to the spirit of mammon, and we are fighting to take it back for God. And it begins with us, giving to be free, giving in obedience to what God has called us to, because we believe, like we celebrated today, that giving also advances God's kingdom through generosity. You heard Rebecca say it, our goal is to give up to a third. And if God is gracious to us and overflows, more and more and more. Because money has power when it's used for worship in God. Power to set people free and to change this world, and so that's what we're after. We will seek God's justice because we wanna free and restore the oppressed. And we believe that it's God's justice all forms of injustice, including racial injustice, as God has awoken our entire world to it, as we watched in grief and sadness with the murder of George Floyd and Ahmaud Arbery and Breonna Taylor and the many more that we would have to articulate, that God has called us to that. And so that's why we formed a leadership group on race, to be able to listen Listen to the people in our community that have experienced that measure of oppression and injustice so their testimonies can inform where we need to humble ourselves and repent. And that's how we will approach all forms of injustice, to listen well to God and to those who are oppressed because God listens to the cries of the oppressed. He is on their team. And we will join him in his work of justice to restore and to make right what has been broken. And lastly, we will share Christ's peace with the world because it is Christ's peace that will bring order to chaos and light into darkness. We do not exist for ourselves. We exist for others. The way I articulated it in my first sermon as the lead pastor here is like a reverse Jericho. The church too often has built up walls that have prevented people from getting in. And we will tear down those walls and we will go out We will take his peace to a world in chaos, to a world that is experiencing darkness because it is Christ's light that brings peace and hope to the world. Over the course of the next however many years where God says, this is what I've asked you to do, we will unpack this together. And God has spoken to each of you uniquely about areas in this where you are uniquely gifted and called And I just want you to say, yes, God, I don't know what it is for me to be the one who seeks justice, to heal, to give, but whatever you ask me to do, I will do, because it is only through the entire body operating as one towards the vision he's given to this specific group. And what I want you to hear is the church has grown. The church has grown in depth over this time because I've heard how people have become more devoted personally to Jesus even in isolation. Our reach has grown. Where I I am amazed that God has used that camera <laughs> and YouTube and social media to reach people we never would globally, nationally, And for those of you who that's who you are and you're wondering, what is my part here? We believe God has a role to play if he's brought you here. He didn't just bring you here happenstance, like he brought you here for a reason. And I'm asking you to open yourselves up to what that is. So I've asked you to pray for your pastors. Second, with this vision, I'm asking you to prepare your heart, to prepare your heart. So that when God says, this is the role I want you to play here, that you would say yes. Even if you're like, but I don't know how to do that. <laughs> That's our role as pastors and staff to come alongside what God is calling you to, to be a part of this mission. And to support and propel that forward by the power of the Spirit. That is our vision and that is our mission until God tells us otherwise. And out of that mission is flowing, our, is flowing initiatives that we are going to be a part of. And I think God has massive dreams for us. I told you I've been praying up Hudson. I've been asking for those buildings. I've been asking for those storefronts because I wanna see a healing center in those storefronts. I wanna see schools in those storefronts that are started to support the kids that are gonna be in need in our city. I wanna see God do massive things um, and I'm asking him to do it. We're asking him for those in the future, but we also know that God has called us to move forward with something we've been saying about, talking about a lot (laughs) And that's a song project, worship. It was first in our mission statement for a reason, because God calls us to praise more than anything else. And it is what he has called us to first, to write and to record these new songs, to come alongside of artists that he has placed here as prophets in our community, to be able to speak on behalf of him, to bring out of us and put into us these songs that connect to our souls in unique ways. And so I want to invite Alf Bashai up. Uh, you get to see Alf dancing and jamming behind the keyboard every Sunday, um, and he's going to share with you a little about that song project. So Karim's got your mic. Yes, Alf. Thank you.
4: This is the yellow one. Mine's mine's the blue one. Just just kidding. Um, okay. Hi. Um, I'm not quite sure exactly what, how much I'm supposed to go into, but um, the leadership of the community has made two really big decisions that I want to, that I'm excited about. Uh, And the first is that they've decided to commit considerable resources to those projects. So that's like really exciting. And the cool thing about that is they, um, they asked me what needs to be done and, and uh, to put a budget together. And I just kind of let, Here's the budget. If you want to go big with this, here's what it's going to cost. And uh, it's a really fun number, and I don't think we're going to get into the number right now, now, but it's uh, it's considerable, and that's really exciting because, you know, big picture of worship in the scriptures is the woman who broke the, you know, the alabaster vial of perfume, and it was like her whole uh, year's wages, and uh, Jesus went, yep, that's good, this is good. So I'm very excited about that. Um, A lot of that is going to be going to just recording costs. We're going to be making recordings and videos, and we're going to be doing shows as well, Um, not just Sunday. Yeah, Uh, so that'll be the the point number two. Um, But a lot of it is going to personnel as well, and so we've actually created a new position called Artist-in-Residence and uh, we'll, we'll be announcing that more later. Yep, I'm getting all these good nods. good, okay. Um, but there are a few people here that you'll recognize that have been songwriters with us and are now officially gonna be artists in residents, just freed up to write, and that's I'm so excited about that. Um, and, you know, all the music that we did today was by that team, so they, the songwriters here, the key ones are uh, Alex Taylor and Janice Landry and, uh, Eric Marshall and and myself, so very excited about that. Um, so the second decision that the leadership made is really the big one, um, and um, Logan invited me to say to speak specifically to this. And I just want to read something from First Corinthians 12. And we just came out of the the Body of Christ uh, sermon series, and this is from that. Um, Idea. It says, if the whole body were an eye, where would be the sense of hearing? Um, I personally wish he had gone with a nose. I just think that would have been funnier. He could have said anything. He said I. but um, the uh, thing is that we're all we're different. We all have a part to play, and where we're going with the song project is leaning into the idea of artists as prophets not as pastors, but as prophets, sort of more wild um, kind of um, hearing from God and just saying things that kind of get them into trouble a little bit. Um, And this was a big part of the pitch for this project. You know, a lot of worship music is created for Sunday. And what we want to do is we want to create worship music that's not just for Sunday. That doesn't sound like Sunday, but it's just these artists just creating white-hot music um, in all kinds of different styles, but white-hot music that's pointed at God, that is worship. And so there are really two kinds of songs. There's the Sunday songs or the crowd songs, but then there's also, they're more just like radio or just song songs. We don't even know quite, quite what to call them, but they're gonna be more like the Psalms from, from the scripture, really intense and, and just uh, you know art. So that's the, uh, that's the idea. And um, we're going to get started really soon. So thanks for listening.
0: Yeah, so you can stop asking me where to find it on, on Spotify and when we're going to record it because it's happening. So um, you'll hear more about that uh, later. The, so those are the four things, all good news for 2020 because uh, we needed it. Um, and that's, that's what I wanted to update and share with you about and ask that you join us in prayer and pursuit. Uh, so I've asked you to pray. I've asked you to prepare. And the last thing I'll just ask you is just to care for those you know in this community. Reach out and be a part of the love of God through this church. Um, our next vision meeting will be the first Sunday of December because we are going to be doing our annual giving series for those two Sundays uh, where we are going to be looking ahead about what it looks like for us to give to the future of this vision. Um, and so I want you, again, to prepare your heart because we are, that whole goal is to help you get in the presence of God and hear what he's asking you to do to obey, um, to give to him what he asks. And so that's coming up. Um, obviously, we'll hear, you'll hear a lot more about this going forward. Thank you so much uh, for your time on Zoom. Um, you'll have time the rest of the afternoon to rest. Thank you for those in person. Um, that's all I have to share today. I'm, uh, I said at the very beginning, I'm amazed that God has said, here's your assignment. And I consider it a privilege to be your pastor, and I'm excited to be a part of this community as we pursue God's move, his revival, and his awakening for the city and the world. So let me close in prayer today, um, and then we will go forth as the people of God. Father, we have asked for your direction. We've asked for your vision. We've asked for people, and we've asked for provision. And every single time you've said yes. And so we once again say yes to you and we surrender and submit that you would accomplish your purposes uh, through us. We are yours and your people and we wanna be about your agenda. So guide us, we pray in Christ's name, amen. Love you all. Great to see your names on Zoom. Um, Have a good day.